Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fun with Flame. I'm your host, Daniel the Flame. And this is something that is generally a concern for, um, that should be a concern, really, for uh, people who tend to like anime or anime fans in general. Um, and something that I believe is like the leading cause to the <laughs> the great divide that is dub versus sub. Um, now, the thing is, is that I prefer subtitles um, more than dub for um anime like uh you know like like a like a plethora of anime fans out there um generally just because of the fact that it's like you know it's originally how the show was intended to be i don't mind reading subtitles and watching movies hell i've been doing it with chinese movies for years so naturally subtitles wasn't something that was that hard to incorporate anything like that hell, i remember when i was little um i actually took a girl out to the movies to see house of flying daggers and that shit was all subtitled, and I was just fine, but, you know, uh, naturally, we, we didn't stay together, <laughs> even though, you know, it was like, did you not watch the movie? That shit was stunning. It was beautiful, uh, you know, and it was like, oh, I, I can't read and look at screens, and it's like, oh, it's, an, it's an acquired skill, but hell, um, but also, you know, there are negatives with looking at stuff in subtitles. Like, if anything, I actually don't like to um, eat and watch and uh, watch an anime at the same time that has subtitles because yeah it's I have to look down at my food and I'm missing content because I didn't read fast enough or back in the heyday of anime when it first was originally getting um you know basically being uh outsourced or like someone like a fan subtitles and whatnot you had the issues of the subtitles essentially going past the screen too fast so you might have to try to rewind it um for like click back on the episode's um, little uh, little counter, which would have enabled another pop-up to appear because you clicked on the screen. <laughs> and so now you have to exit out of the pop-up as well as click back and then pause right before the little words went past. And then once you read it, you realize it wasn't important in the first place. So you just had to waste so much time to do extra shit because they didn't code the subtitles well. But... That was the only way for you to get your fix. So you, you had to do what you had to do. <laughs> and naturally so, um, you know, eventually, well, for, for the longest, anime has always been dubbed into English or other language proceeding in different countries where it was prominently popular. Hell, um, before America even finished um, getting the English dub of Dragon Ball Z, they already had like the Spanish version of Dragon Ball GT. And like you could see that on Telemundo and stuff like that, if you happen to pass by it like early in the morning and whatnot, which was always, you know, great <laughs> being young and loving Dragon Ball Z. And it's like, what the hell is this magical crap? And I was able to um, get the, it was called the International Channel. Then it became AZN back when I was living in like Texas. And they would play anime sometimes on like Friday night or whatever. And that's how I saw, um, both Slayer's Next, Record of the Lotus War, um, Dragon Ball GT, uh, fucking different, so many different movies, the Project Aiko movies, a lot of the 80s um, anime movies, Vampire Hunter D, Grave of the Fireflies, a uh, bunch of Studio Ghibli movies, a uh, whole bunch of shit. Um, uh, Fushigi Yugi. Um, like, I, I was able to see all of that stuff by looking on that channel, but that came with the the uh mixed of both subtitled anime um 
dubbed anime and anime that just generally didn't have subtitles at all. But, you know, I might have just looked at it because I was curious. Literally, that's what happened with Dragon Ball GT. I couldn't understand the damn thing they were saying, but I was like just seeing dragons and shit and Goku turning Super Saiyan 4. And only reason I knew it was Super Saiyan 4 is because he would go Super Saiyan folk. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's just something that I had to deal with um, when I was growing up getting my little anime fix and stuff. Because I took it wherever I can get it. But noticeably, nowadays, like I've I've been an advocate for complaining about um the lackadaisical nature within anime currently or the um the constant um adaptations that are made from either both light novels and manga <clears throat> that have been turned into anime that essentially are done with like the cheapest animation possible, um not really a lot of care or um in, uh, or, or intricate uh animation done typically you get that from like original animations now so something that isn't from a light novel or a manga that's adapted but it's its own thing which is surprising um and it, it's surprising interesting and cool though but you know still surprising but things that are being adapted and whatnot are just generally just being scooped up as quickly as they can and then just thrown out there without really a care as to whether or not there's any longevity in the matter or if you want to complete the series as a whole it's it's just hey like, can we just get 13 episodes out of this sure fine fuck it and then they'll throw it out there but they'll consistently include all of the story but they'll cut away when it comes to like action in the animation or they'll just have short bursts of different things that might be appealing from the uh, manga that you might have looked into or whatever, and then essentially just directly adapt it without really caring about the difference in media, which is from the fast-paced motion of anime from the anime rather than the still images from the manga, which essentially a lot of things could be cut out. You don't need to have characters explain a fight when you can just show a fight. And I get that the adaptation, you want to take everything that you can and then put it onto the screen, but realistically, you don't have to. If it's something that you could visually see, then just fucking show it but you know anime studios and adapting shit eh, catering and whatnot eh, they, they, they'll they go right over their head but that's its own issue and its own problem and whatnot but therein lies a even larger issue when it comes to dubbing um now the thing is that i'm not like i said i prefer to look at something in subtitles just simply because i just prefer to hear the original japanese voice for it especially something that's like intended to be comedy um what is it uh konosuba the um mr uh the osamasu san uh series those things are intended for comedy and then generally i just like the japanese voices for it rather than the english ones because it just doesn't come off right and this is this is outrageously apparent in the anime um sore no toshimono uh and which is like my favorite manga of all time and then upon watching the anime i just loved it but then when i heard the english dub for it i was like wow everything that i really enjoyed about the anime was just missed because the main character's voice doesn't really add up to the the personality of the character the japanese was able to get a spot on but the english dub was just like hey, you threw a voice actor that you got in here but it, it doesn't fit it wasn't a good fit and you know not to say that the dub wasn't was bad or the dubbing was bad or anything i was like no the dubbing was actually done well it was just the voice of the main character was the only thing that threw me off. So needless to say, 
the issue that happens, like, you know, I don't mind dub. Like, I I would never watch Cowboy Bebop in Japanese. I have no need to watch it in Japanese. I fell in love with it in English. Same thing goes for Trigun and Fooly Cooly. Um, and Dragon Ball Z, for that matter. Well, I watch Dragon Ball Z in Japanese as well. But uh, got switched back and forth with Dragon Ball Z. Greatest anime of all time. But um, with uh, Cowboy Bebop, Trigun, you know, Roni Kenshin, the original dubbing of Roni Kenshin, not when they redid the shit and they changed Karu and a bunch of the other characters' voices just sound weird. But the one that they showed on Cartoon Network years ago, that dubbing, damn it. <laughs> like... Those things I only would watch with an English dub in it, but they were done generally incredibly well. Hell, shit that was um, dubbed and put on four kids even had really well dubbing. But therein lies the problem. Now, because of the lackadaisical nature when it comes to anime and animation and whatnot, a lot of things are just kind of choppy when you look at certain stuff because it's like you're made with all the little cliches and the gimmicks and whatnot, but there's really no... Nothing that separates you from anything else. No heart, no soul into the anime or whatever. And it's like, if, if you're looking at something where a guy is in a situation where he's surrounded by a bunch of girls and then boobs keep falling on his face. Yeah, that's cool for boner material once upon a time. But once you've seen like four or five of those series, you kind of want to, you kind of ask like, you know, is there anything else that this character is going to do that should make me want to stay and watch this anime? And the answer is always no, which just is sad. It's always sad. Because most likely you have your favorite etchy anime, but realistically, there is nothing that makes that etchy anime special aside from the fact that it was it just happened to be the first etchy you ever seen, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, like your first love is always your greatest, <laughs> especially when it comes to anime. But um, yeah, so like I, with with that understanding and whatnot comes with the added notion of just basically um, instilling and doing cliches with an anime uh, with anime that generally work well for their translation of it so much like with the subtitle version you know you see the jokes the inflictions the the hyperbolic uh, movements and things like that that all that that's all fine when it's in Japanese and everything because that's literally, something that their language has um, progressed into and is imbued in their culture. But when you dub it, because of the lackadaisical nature of anime as a whole right now, and it's like not just, you know, with the animation, but like just how even studios that take anime and then translate it in English um, treat it, you know, it's just, it's just a whatever anime to put out there. So they hurry up and grab it and then they just put it out there without really caring about how you translate it. You just have an exact translation in English and then you just show it to people and you just put it out there and give it to people. While as back in the day, they actually had to be far more careful with that shit because you never knew what exactly was going to be popular and what wasn't going to be popular. So you had a company like ADV Films, which would just buy up different anime that essentially wasn't really the mainstream type focus or far more outrageous or outlandish and whatnot. And when they approach their dubbing, they tend to change up the translations a bit. Most of the studios actually, well, most of the Japanese anime themselves have regulations when it came to shit like this because no one wants to see their craft be tampered with. But a lot of them would give leeway to the American, um, to the Americans to dub stuff 
by essentially allowing them just like, hey, as long as you keep the story, the characters' names um, the same, um, the story follows exactly the same, the char- the episodes progress the same way, you don't really edit out any of that stuff, but then you keep major plot and key points within the story, you can add a joke here and there. You can add in um, a certain phrase or a saying or something that might be, um, you know, a reference to American or Eastern culture rather than actually something that's um, based in Japanese culture. Um, it, the same thing when it comes to like jokes, puns and things like that, as in the Japanese uh, concept of puns is like a major stand-up comedy um, thing over um, over there, while as that's not really that apparent over in Eastern mm-hmm. culture. So changing the nature of things like that also was something that they would do. Uh, generally, uh, a perfect example is on Dragon Ball Z with King Kai. One of his tests to get him to train you is to say a joke, but the actual thing was for you to say a pun, a pun that would make him laugh. And so what they did in the English thing is that they just translated into just have to say a joke that makes him laugh rather than being the actual pun style of comedy that is popular within Japan. And then that was actually a major thing within King Kai. So what, so all they did to just change that, to make it easier to understand, you know, from a different perspective um, from the cultures or whatnot was just, just changing it to where it's just jokes from puns and simple, small little fix. But then you have the glorious scene from the ocean studios dub, which is TN yelling at him and saying the, uh, the tuna fish joke um, from a, you know, out of, um, what is it? And it was like, how do you, how does a, it was like, how does a fish play a piano? You have to tune a fish. Something like that. I can't remember. And it's like Tien screaming that at King Kai over and over again. And, and it was just hilarious. But that that is just, that's an example of just a difference in culture. You want to get terrible, then you go to four kids and shit. And you look at different moments where they basically, they was like, we don't want that Japan anime type stuff de- um, poisoning the American kids. So then you have Brock on Pokemon showing rice balls. But he telling everybody they're jelly filled donuts. <laughs> oh man! Or like they'll edit out chopsticks and put in forks, or they'll just not show anyone eat with chopsticks. Good lord! <laughs> Four kids was terrible. <laughs> they were terrible. It's just a cultural appropriation of anything. Um, you know, and it's like you don't need to get that outrageous nowadays because people understand the nature of the difference in culture. But back then, there were the differences were things that they really couldn't depend on the audience to understand or accept, especially things that were like intended for kids. Um, well, as far as for kids was concerned, definitely the things that were intended for kids. <laughs> Fuck, man, they they ruined so god they ruined so much. Oh boy, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just thinking of man, but um. But but that but therein lies like the issue with now. They no longer have those stipulations of leeways in order to culturally appropriate anime to the English audience. And that's fine. That's not the problem that I'm talking about. That's not the problem that I have with the nature of dub today. Because there are still anime that essentially don't um that, that are dubbed very well that um don't have a major issue with them when it comes to dubbing. Um but the actual problem that I'm talking about is essentially the inflictions, the expressions, as well as the different um, uh, sounds and um, 
and uh, uh, was and, and words that are spoken. Yeah, words. Yeah, little literal words that are spoken in Japanese um, that literally don't translate in English because we do not use them. Now, this is something that essentially early on in anime and whatnot, they would either um, change the nature of what it was that was spoken to where it was like, you know, um, like early Funimation Dragon Ball Z did this shit terribly. Like essentially whatever it is that they're actually talking about, they would just reword everything to make the voices, to make the lips match up together rather than try to directly translate it and then get the inflictions or whatnot on cue with what they're seeing. They would like, like damn near the whole fucking script is something totally different from what the characters are saying. And then they would go even further by essentially adding in dialogue to fill in the spots that they didn't fill in when they had actual characters just standing around staring at each other. And in the Japanese version, you basically get long pauses. that was supposed to increase the tension of the drama, but Funimation just had them say like snide little comments and jokes or fill in plot holes that they otherwise skipped over that the character was technically supposed to talk about in the first place. Fucking interesting. Um, <laughs> if you ever like get the chance to look at the old Dragon Ball Z, not Kai, but the old Dragon Ball Z, and you notice that, and it's like, that's weird. Because the actual anime itself was just filling in time by giving long pauses. And then Funimation filled in that filler of time simply because it was like, nothing is going on. This would bore anyone, you know? And it, it made sense. It made absolute perfect sense. But we they no longer do that. So again, because Funimation essentially changed the nature of everything that was said, it changed the idea of like how the inflictions and the um and the the phrasing and the word usage was used from the Japanese version. And so now and and those things that I'm talking about are like essential essential things like the you know the the mm and the head nod and the, the you know just the just the little sighs and shit like that that's actually done in their language because this is that's just generally how they talk. If you look at a um Japanese movie, some of their dramas, their um or any of their like uh, TV shows and stuff like that, you actually will hear characters give those expressions. They do those motions. They have those types of feelings, you know, and they'll be like, eh, like that's shit that they actually do in their language. And the thing is, is that translating that into English, especially English, does not work, doesn't fit. A, an outrageous and egregious thing that tried to emulate this would be the uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I urge anyone, if you've seen gameplay or you played the Final Fantasy VII Remake, then you know that the grunt noises are ridiculous. They're unnecessary, especially in English. They're unnecessary. It's weird and it's completely out of place because people who speak English don't talk like that. We don't have grunts for just the end of a sentence from talking with someone else to express our disdain for something else. We generally have people either be silent or their facial expressions will give it all. But within Japanese language, um, when it comes to like different forms of media and whatnot, those expressions are necessary <laughs> to convey these things because that's just, that's how they fucking speak. So that's cool, but therein lies the issue with the dubbing because much like with Final Fantasy VII, I am, I've been noticing that anime itself 
well, they've, they've been doing this, but essentially it's getting out of hand because it does not translate well. And it just makes it all the more an unpleasant experience to watch an anime in dub in the first place, which then would lead to the further um, discretion between watching something in subtitles and watching something dubbed. Well, like I said, I can watch Dragon Ball Z either way and I'm fine, but I can't do that with something else that essentially I'm more accustomed to hearing in English because they were able to translate that correctly. You don't get the grunt noises in Cowboy Bebop because they thought, would that be would that even be necessary for this series? And it's like, no, it wouldn't because you don't need to have a character grunt all the time to convey stuff and whatnot. The characters don't generally do that anyway. Um, but it isn't, it is something that is generally a Japanese language thing, but they were able to dub this series by taking shit like that out, understanding the media and understanding the audience that's going to be listening to this doesn't, we don't talk like that. So hearing that would be very off-putting and very weird. Um, they've same thing within Pokemon, where it's like generally uh like in the earlier four kids version of Pokemon, like I said, they've fucked up a lot of stuff, but there's multiple moments within the early stages of Pokemon where they would do the head nod and it would just be the head nod and acceptance. Like, yeah, I got it. While as in the Japanese version, when you do the head nod, that comes with the mm, like every fucking time with an anime. It happens all the time. But that's how the Japanese speak. Like a kid, and it was like, hey, you ready? Uh, like that means yes. <laughs> you know, and it was like, I just, it was like that, that means the word yes to them. So yeah, you know, and it was like, and then with translating that into English, you wouldn't have that moment do that because literally they said yes, but they only they close their mouths and nod their head and they barely open their mouths. So how exactly do you translate that without it, you know, while keeping in line with what exactly happened um, and then keeping up with the translation itself? A difficult job, mind you. Granted, I understand. It, it, a very difficult job, realistically, until you get the, the, um, the handle of it, you know, like you're comfortable translating anime and whatnot. I, I understand that wholeheartedly. But realistically, all I'm saying is that generally speaking, they had to, back in the day, they just had to uh, understand the audience that was going to look at this subject matter and then translate it accordingly. And like, there's there's terrible dubs, sure, and which is perfect reason for why people prefer subtitles over dubs, because you're kind of taking a gamble um, with it, especially nowadays. But, you know, if you've seen the original Devil Man in English, which I urge anybody to watch, as it is one of the funniest dubbed anime of all time, all they do is say fuck. <laughs> and, and that's not even like a word that is used that often within the anime itself. They don't even curse that much within the anime itself. But it's just so ridiculously outrageous because they were just like, oh, this is supposed to be edgy, so let's just edge it up by saying fuck. Literally what they do with the um, the, the Titans TV show that comes on, the, the little live action um, Teen Titans show, like all they do is say fuck, but it's like, yeah, they're trying to be edgy. And that's literally what the original Devil Man was about. <laughs> Funny as shit. But like you see like how that's a problem, you know, in they there's poorly... Um, cultural appropriate, poorly translated, and then there's well translated anime. But generally speaking, with 
anime itself becoming far more cliche based, becoming far more um, copycat like where things just really play out just like the past thing. There's nothing really separating or originating anything. So a lot of the lackadaisical nature of the anime that should get immediately bought up like by a company like, oh, I don't know, Funimation, um, which has a history of kind of doing really subpar dubs sometimes when it comes to certain anime. And there's like other times it's like, yeah, you guys, you, you do well, but then like these are the same people who when a song would happen in, a, in an anime, they would have one of their voice actors sing rather than play the Japanese, like the original Japanese song, which is always the far more preferred thing. Like it, this is, that, not, that's not even a debate. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, well, you know, there's some people who like the English things. Sure. But like, there's some people that is a small fraction of people who prefer an English version of a Japanese song that is really poorly translated, not really conceived correctly, and is not really sung by a professional, professional singer, but is being sung by this voice actor who they're having sing. Um, what was it for the deep Dragon Ball Z Kai? They had Vic Mignogna sing the theme song. Um, <laughs> and it's just, and it's just like, you heard it, like if it came on TV and it was like, this sounds weird and off-putting, but uh, whatever. But then you had like back in the day, the Rock the Dragon song, which isn't a trans, isn't an English translation of the Japanese version of Dragon Ball Z. It's literally an English song made up for Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> While the actual um, theme song for Dragon Ball Z is a popular, is like a ridiculously popular uh, Japanese song. Uh, uh, I was about to say Dan Dan. That's, that's Dragon Ball GT. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, it's a ridiculously popular Japanese song. But the thing is, is that a lot of people know that song far more than they would know Rock the Dragon. And it's sad that you guys didn't grow up with Rock the Dragon. And I feel I feel generally terrible for you because you did not grow up with Rock the Dragon. Um, God, that was one of the greatest anime theme songs of all time um, in, English, in English. But uh, <laughs> it is just that's a a perfect example of just the things that Funimation does and it's not just the openings like even in their anime itself there's just multiple times where characters might sing and realistically it's like you can just input the Japanese audio for the song which is fine have the subtitles pop up or whatever it's cool the it's fine it, it's absolutely fine it's nothing no one has ever se not seen before nor is it anything out of place nor would it be anything that's taken conceptually that would just throw you out of the loop for the dub it's a song the song generally is put in there and it makes sense within the lyrics that are spoken in japanese so when you try to translate it it won't come out correctly because you can't hit the same notes exactly the same with the same words that are being used you know so that's something that they never take into fucking account they just translate it into some english song and then they have these characters sing fucks up so much uh red garden is something that does this and it's just weird and i <laughs> watched that anime and then when they started singing i was what what is happening i i was just i was like this is and it went on for way too long and i was like Ugh, this is terrible and then i had to i was watching it as a dvd and then i um switched it to japanese to hear it and i was like why the fuck they didn't just keep this in <laughs> and i was like this doesn't sound bad and i was like and then what they're singing about it, it matters because it was something that dealt with the story or whatever. And I was like, so 
the fuck? <laughs> but Funimation does that. They they do that a lot. Um, I'm not sure if they do it recently because again, like I said, I don't watch dub anymore. Uh, but yeah, so I, it, it's it's always been something that's just like, mm, like don't you don't need to do that. People who watch anime understand generally um, that part, you know, that notion, what's going on. And then music itself realistically should be looked at as universal rather than something that is like, tra- um, like something that you can translate for under understandment sake, <laughs> understandment, <laughs> you know, just so, so people can understand what's being sung. Realistically, music is universal. So you can have this song playing. People will be fine. They most likely have listened to the theme song of this series in Japanese in the first place. So you're good. You're good. <laughs> but that rarely happens. Um, well, like sometimes that happens when dealing with uh, Funimation. Sometimes. Um, but again, it's one of those things that essentially could take you out of the take you out of place when it comes to actually watching dub. It more so with me is with the expressions and the uh and the different gestures that are done within the Japanese language, which again. I have no problem with upon hearing Japanese because I understand its nature within the Japanese language. I understand that's what's supposed to be said. But when listening to something in English, it's off-putting. It's upsetting. It makes sense as to why people would generally shy away from an English dubbed version of an anime series because of these small little minute things. Because generally, how we talk is not the same way of how they talk. But if you're constantly hearing a misrepresentation of a Japanese person's speaking um, patterns being done in English, you're going to get tired of it. You're going to get upset at listening to that over and over again. Um, like I said, with the Final Fantasy VII game, that was one of those things I was like, yo, this shit just you, you niggas are taking this shit too far. <laughs> and upon looking at it, I was like, Ugh, this is ew. I was like, all the times cloud just <clears throat> and like someone says something, and it was like, Well, you know, you didn't know that this happened, cloud. <laughs> and it's like, You didn't need that, <laughs> you really didn't, because it doesn't make sense within English, it doesn't fit. If anything, it's off putting and very, very, very much upsetting. And this isn't generally just something that is like, you know. That's your personal opinion. It, it's it's an upsetting factor where it's like, you know, it might not be something that just makes you go, Ugh, like, you know, out loud or anything like that. But it is something that weighs in over on you over time. You will play a game and you're kind of taken back by the fact that when they're speaking, the stuff that they're doing and how and what they're talking about just doesn't really add up. I, I don't I didn't need to see Cloud grunt to understand that, you know, he's frustrated at what's going on. You don't need that, but that is something that is done within the Japanese language, like I said before. So it is a problem because there are still currently anime that are translated within English that don't do that. Um, it, it, like, you know, they like they actually take into account the audience, they room, they remove or they change up um, exactly what is being um, what is being said to fit um, to still fit the narrative, but at the same time translate well what the characters are talking about, but then still incorporate the fact that this is something that's going to be done 
for Western audience rather than the Eastern audience. So I don't need to completely take in the um, the uh, Eastern speech patterns in order to convey what's happening within the anime. You know, um, different points, uh, like a character's being like, eh, you can change that to an English person screaming like, what? <laughs> or be like, like, wait, what's going on? You know, it, it doesn't need to be the same infliction that's happening with the Japanese, especially if it's a moment in which a character is making that sound upon looking in or bumping into a girl or whatnot, like their hand happens to be on their breast, classic cliche, right? And then noticing that they're doing this, they scream out in panic for what's happening. But what you're being shown is still the slow pan up of the girl. But what you're supposed to hear in the Japanese version is a typical, eh, like what? While as in English, you can actually translate that into something different. You can actually fit that situation with more how we speak and how someone will respond in that situation if they happen to speak English which would be totally different. And that's all that I'm that's all that I'm saying is something that should probably be far more apparent and done when it comes to dubbing. You generally are taking something that is supposed to be in complete Japanese and turning it into another language. You're already like, you know, if you wanted to strictly make something as close to the Japanese as possible, um the Japanese original version as possible, why the fuck are you translating it to English? Why don't we just release anime completely subtitled and only subtitled? No, because people don't like watching shit like that all the time, which is completely understandable. I get that. I understand that. And I totally support it 100%. I don't want to have to read every fucking time I'm watching an anime. I, I would hate that. And even today, there are a bunch of anime that sometimes come out that I go, I prefer this dubbed than I did subbed. It it's fine. It's cool. It's understandable. The The great divide between sub and dub feuding is, is classic and hilarious. But realistically, it's like, there's a common ground. There, You have a common ground. You just choose to ignore it. Like most people who go only look at anime subtitles, it's like, all right, well, have you ever played an RPG, a JRPG? You got that? And it's like, yeah. And it's like, all right, did you do it in English or subtitle? And it's like, in English. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay so you, you don't see a problem with that like you know you can change the audio in jrpgs to um, japanese sometimes with subtitles nah <laughs> it happens it happens so much um hell like yeah like me i play jrpgs in english i like to <laughs> um, if it's not ridiculous much like with something like um final fantasy 7 the remake then yeah, I prefer it to be in English. Hell, I would have loved that Square Enix was smart and they would have redid the original Final Fantasy VII with voice acting. Oh, how much better of a game would that have been? You know, it was like, you still put out the remake, but then you have people go out and read the, the original Final Fantasy VII with voice act. Nigga. <laughs> I don't know why I got to think of these genius ideas. Motherfuckers just don't. Have you ever tried to play Final Fantasy VII today? All that text scrolling is annoying. Not even worth it. It's just not worth it. <laughs> but the remake isn't the original game, which is even worse. <laughs> but uh, that's, again, I'm dealing with other fucking problems right now. <laughs> I got like a million things going on my mind when I talk about one fucking subject. But all I want to assure people in saying this is that it is fine 
to dub an anime and then take leeway with the interpretation of how they speak. You do not need to have and carry all the inflictions or the different things that are presented within the Japanese um, version of the uh, of the anime while you're making a dub. It is fine to not be able to incorporate everything. You do not need to make an exact copy adaptation. You do not need to fit every word that they say within the small frame of time that they speak. You can take leeways or get creative when it comes to actually translating things. Maybe you don't need a long explanation to get the point across in English and rather what they presented in the Japanese dub, uh, in the, yeah, in the Japanese version. Then fix that, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's okay to fix that. I'm pretty sure now the understanding and the leeway when it comes to dubbing an anime are far, far greater and far, um, you know, it differs greatly from what they were back in the day. And, you know, there might be more stipulations in terms of keeping close with the original Japanese aesthetic, but I'm still sure that, you know, people should be creative enough to work, work some type of magic. I mean, you've been doing this shit for years. What the fuck? Look at a series like, um, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which has another um, dub that I would prefer over the subtitle. Um, and it just flows better as a series, um, the original series and the movies and whatnot, in the English dub version for me, because of how the characters act, how they um, are represented, and generally the lighthearted notions that are typically done within um, Japanese speech is taken out because everybody's fucking depressed. So these things work for me. <laughs> these things are good as far as I'm concerned. And you just have people who are able to incorporate and do dub in an amazing way to where they make characters their own rather than just simply try to copy what the Japanese counterpart was. And, you know, again, it's a gamble. Dub is literally a gamble because you don't know exactly how people are going to take something that they most likely have either seen in subtitled already or you're incorporating into dub and then generally they're just kind of looking at it to just get the the gist of the anime itself but the dub isn't really doing anything that's kind of like making this anime stand out or become a grand figure in the overall concept of different anime and whatnot which is sad but it's just hey it's the, it's the nature of the beast it's the it's the name of the game not every voice acting thing of mark hamill is something that's just great but i mean you know he he is great <laughs> but not everything is amazing or great but he is though <laughs> and so all i'm saying and all i'm asking is just like when you go towards the idea of doing dub kind of kind of put more effort into making it appealing to to anyone who essentially will be looking at this anime because if you just do an english translated version of the Japanese speech, then there really is no reason to look at this in English in the first place because it just it, it just doesn't make any sense. And I was like, well, I can understand what they're saying, right? But do you though? <laughs> because they're they're taking liberties and they're doing things that doesn't fit within our way of speech, which essentially is not only off-putting, but it's hard to understand when it comes to um how the actual dialogue is being presented it just it sounds weird so you kind of miss some stuff you don't understand things and whatnot and, and i'm not saying to remove every time character grunts and whatnot no these things sometimes make sense these things should be in certain places that fit 
but you just have to look at the language as a whole. I just feel that people should be far more professional or they should understand the craft a lot more when it's like you're taking this language that has these words in it that mean these things, but this shit isn't real within Western speech. How do you change that? I believe earlier I kept saying Eastern speech, and I apologize for that. But it's like, how do you change and incorporate that? Well, you work some fucking magic. That's literally what your job is. You're trying to get this dubbed into English so that the people who speak English can understand what the fuck they're looking at. (laughs) And all I'm saying is that a direct Japanese translated anime, sometimes, sometimes, more often than, more than a few, doesn't translate well. And therefore, it doesn't make sense to the English audience that is there trying to listen, that is there trying to listen to what is happening. And that's it. So with that, I'm going to end this episode here. Thank you all that um, stayed tuned and listened to this song. I appreciate that. Um, definitely make sure you check out more of my episodes on anchor.fm slash Daniel the Flame. I got a hell of a lot more stuff that I talk about. Um, drop me a line on Twitter at, uh, at Daniel the Flame if you want um, to let me know something that you want me to talk about or discuss or anything like that. I feel like I should start doing requests and whatnot, but most of these things are kind of general things that pop up that, um, you know, I know for a fact, like, you know, I sometimes think about this and then when speaking and talking to my friends, sometimes it's like, yeah, you know, they think about that as well. Um, so yeah, just, just do that. If you want me to speak on about different things and whatnot. Uh, so like always, this has been another episode of fun with flame. I've been your host, Daniel, the flame, and as always good people, I hope you had fun. <laughs>